0: Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill Dement, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. Good morning, Bill. Hey, good morning, James. Another
1: beautiful day here at Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair. Oh, you got that right. Man, I'm happy to show up here every day. Are you tired of it yet? No. No, let's keep... Okay, let's... Not, not every
0: day. <laughs> Occasionally. I won't lie. I won't lie. Hey, tell us a little bit about this This really neat guest today. Well, we have a chance to... For, this is going to be our very first podcast, and we're going to talk about... Um, some of the things that we sponsor, some of the nonprofits that we kind of dive into. And what's near and dear to our heart is obviously our veterans. Uh, none of us served, but we are, are all what we call patriots. And so I would like to introduce Stu Smith with Favob. Stu, welcome.
2: Thank you, gentlemen.
0: Excellent. So Stu is the, uh, the CEO of Favob, and Favob stands for, as I read your shirt to make sure I'm right, Florida Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses. Yep. You got in, that down. We got businesses here, and we live in Florida, so this is, you're a perfect fit for us. <laughs> How about it?
2: <laughs>
0: well, we love Faye Ob. Obviously, those who are listening to the show know Trish Murphy, um, and she's really big in Faye She's now the new... Um, board chair. Board chair. Yep. And you're the CEO, so you're over the entire the entire deal, right?
2: Yeah, the whole chief cook and bottle washer, as it were. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I would love our audience to kind of get to know who you are a little bit and kind of your background, and we will dive right into Favob.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks very much. Thanks for the opportunity also. So, um, live here in Florida, went in the service from Florida, from Bouvard County. Um, anybody from Bouvard County knows that it is a... Um, a, a, a small community, 72 miles long, but mm-hmm. a very connected community. In fact, um, one of the roads that runs through there is called Wickham Road, and mm-hmm. Joe Wickham and his dad built a lot of the Merritt Island canals over there, and his wife, Bernice, was my kindergarten teacher. Oh, wow. So long history in Brevard County. Like I said, went into the service from Brevard County, went in the United States Army in 1986. Um Truth be told, I was not a go-to-war or go-to-jail baby, mm-hmm. but I was pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you're broke, you need to get a job. I remember baby, those days. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I uh, went in the service in 86 and it just changed my life, right? What a wonderful experience. Um, people often look at me and say, oh, you, you were in the military, you must be really disciplined. It's just the opposite. I was in the military and I learned how to be disciplined. Mm, You've got this. And so served from 86 to 92, uh, met my wife on active duty. Wow. I advise people always marry a soldier or oh. a Marine or a nice. or whatever. Uh, we're going on 35 years next year. Outstanding. Um, and our son is an active duty soldier. He is a Black Hawk uh, crew chief up in Savannah. Wow. So a lot of history in the military. Dad was in the Air Force, father-in-law in the Army. Uh, brother-in-law in in the Air Force, brother in the Navy. So military runs thick. It's almost like being a cop or a firefighter, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's in the family, and that was the expectation. So went in, 86 and 92, left in 92, had the unbelievable privilege of going to work for my previous brigade commander at the Department of Veterans Affairs in Washington State. And that is what ignited my passion for helping my fellow veteran So
0: straight out, straight Straight out, out. right
2: into that. Literally left on the 29th of September, went to work on the 30th of September. So sometimes when people talk about the challenges of transition, I had to learn that through others because I had set it up, walked right out, you know, went from BDUs to a suit. But what happened there, James, was I had the opportunity to train veteran service officers in case management. So most of the veterans who were coming through the uh, Veterans Affairs, were Vietnam-era vets. And we did a great disservice to them by, you know, they would come home one by one instead of in cohorts. They would, um, they didn't have the the experience of the Korean War vet, and even they had a tough experience, but the World War II vet in particular, think about it, they came back on a boat Yeah, sp- they
1: would spend a month together on the boat coming home, wouldn't they? Well, yep. Mm-hmm. And what would
2: they do when they came home? Go right back to the VFW? Mm. and hang out with their brethren that they had served in. So the Vietnam era vet, uh, great disservice. And what I learned through working with those VSOs is w- what their needs were, physical, spiritual, economical, so on and so forth, economics. Um, and I had an opportunity to influence that and it just lit me on fire since then. So jump ahead, so leave the service in 92, stay in Washington for a little bit, come to Atlanta uh, for a job that my wife got when she got out of the service, Raising a family, but went right back into this veteran service. And most of that was around employment. So I had the opportunity with uh, the Society for Human Resource Management in the Atlanta board, there, which is the largest SHRM board, to lead their veterinary hiring initiative. And then had connections with a bunch of veterans in that community also. And then when I came down, came back to Florida, right? Um, it just picked right back up. Went to work for the Military Affairs Council of the Cocoa Beach Chamber you know, did a bunch of things, did some really cool work with House of Hope, which is mm-hmm. about this church on Merritt Island. And every Monday for three years, I was there at Zero Dark Thirty because the folks who were coming through the food line, if they identified as a veteran, then we would grab them up through the National Veteran Homeless Support System, an organization over in Bavard County, and find out what their needs were and refer them to the right place. Wow. Right? So they'd come in, get their immediate needs met, with the food that they needed, and then, you know, we try to get them scored away. And then the Favob thing happened, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a a friend, Max Asser, who said, hey, got this veteran business organization, you're running a couple businesses, why don't you join us? And I did, fell in love with it. Uh, We established the Space Coast Chair, which was our chapter, which was the first chapter outside of Orlando. And I served as Secretary, Vice Chair, and Chair. And then I was... Entering the phase, because uh, I had just sold a small business that I was running, where I was like, man, I, I'm thinking three days of golf a week would be pretty cool. Oh, I right? like the sound yeah. of that. How about it, right? And, uh, you know, um, the founder of Favob, Michael Waldrop, came to me and said, Stu, can you give me some more time? Can, if you do what you did for the chapter, for the state, I think it would position us in a good place. And so I said, yeah, I'll give you from now until and I give him a future date, mm-hmm. and we made a deal. Wow. So we joke, and I know Trish said it. Um, yes. I'm the only paid staff member of Favob, and um, the only one that can get fired from the job, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> but who's going to fire you? There's no one to fire
2: you. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, that is cool. So you also um, have, uh, I want to dive in just, just a quick second, because we, when I first met you, you said, oh, because I, of course, am wearing my shirt, You know, like, drywall? Then you're like, I used to do
2: drywall. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, Oh, is there a connection there? Just there a, there is the the connection. a connection. Yeah,
2: so that was my first business. Oh. So uh, uh, dad retires from the Air Force. We come down back to Florida, mm-hmm. right? Had lived there. This was my th- that would have been my second time living in Florida. And, um, you know, I'm getting out of high school, and dad put me on the 1890 program,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Right. When you turn eighteen, you got ninety days. Oh, right. So figure out what you're going to do. I was trying to act like I knew what that meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a great rule, especially in modern times. Right. Uh, so, um, so he hooked me up with this guy, and my first job was your first job. Yeah. I started scrapping houses. Wow. Right. And so I'm scrapping a house one time, and these guys are watching me hustle through this work, and they're drywall hangers, and they're like, "Hey, you want a job?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. I want a couple of them. Right. (laughs) So um, learn to hang drywall with hatchets and nails, baby.
1: Oh, wow. That is old school.
2: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. No, no screw guns unless we had metal. And I think it was only later in that business did we even have metal studs that we're putting Mm -hmm. sheetrock on. And so um, two guys, great characters, uh, Norm and Shorty. And Shorty was an old Navy vet, and uh, God bless him. We drove uh, a 1946 Chevy van, so you knew when we were on the job site, right? Um, And me and Norm were younger, and Norm and I could hang 100 sheets a day, every day, Wow, day in, day out. That's impressive. Six days a week. Want a job? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I want a couple of them. You know, and so Shorty would be on the pile right? And we'd be yelling out numbers and we, we'd lit a house and then we'd go next door and lit the next house, right? And then come back and start throwing up walls, mm-hmm. right? While Shorty was cooking lunch, believe it or not. So oh, wow, it, we had a little propane tank and everything. So it was a blast. Um, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, those little keys in life that serve you so well for the rest of your life. I remember one time I'm walking through there and, and Shorty turns around and he looks at me and says, Smitty, if you do not pick your feet up, you're going to find them in a place that you don't want them. Uh-oh. So I learned to pick my feet up. It sounds like a simple lesson. Yeah. Stop scuffing your feet. Stop scuffing yeah. your feet. Hmm. Move with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. So, it.
2: um, we, we formed that into the first company that I was ever part of and, um, and did really, really well in that business until Shorty had some health issues. And, you know, then, um, I went from, Hanging sheetrock to finishing sheetrock to then painting houses interior then uh, oh now you're up over in my turf and, Stu, yeah there you go
1: that's the door I came in yep uh, back in the eighties when I needed a job the yep. guys I knew were were painters
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And it's great work, right? You're together with a team. You got a purpose. You got a mission. Every day, you got to get things accomplished. And
1: at the
0: end of the day, you can step back and see what you've done. Oh, yeah. that's the best part. It's of a that. great feeling. Yeah, yeah. I, I call it the beat your chest moment. It's like, like that's why we like to work with our hands.
2: It's yep. like
0: oh, I did that project. Yeah,
2: yeah. When we would put up the last stick of bead, right? Mm-hmm. That was a point of celebration, right? Yeah. That last corner yeah. is done. Yeah, and uh, by that time, I that happened, I'd already swept up and, you know, we were rocking and rolling. Yeah. We we're on to the next thing.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, that's kind of how we we started our relationship. Um, I would love to learn um, more what Favob does. I know, I personally know, but I would like our audience to kind of know what is, I mean, what are you doing with the veteran-owned businesses?
2: Yeah, thanks very much. So Florida Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses, I'll, I'm going to kind of mix in the the pitch with what the reality of it is. And I was with a group the other night in Space Coast and introducing myself to several members who had come to a networking event. And that is our core competency, the ability to connect people with each other and connect people with opportunity. And so I'm standing up and I always like to give folks the bottom line up front. And so in 2020, yes, that 2020, 63 members on the Space Coast exchanged a million dollars in business.
1: Wow, that's and, impressive. Yeah,
2: we're serious about helping yeah. each other. Mm. The The thing that's unique is the affinity that comes with the fact that we have served before, mm-hmm. or we're working with patriots who have just a passion for being around veterans, right? It's it's yeah. fun not to have served and well, to take, listen take, to that. Take
1: just a moment, though, because I don't think you've mentioned yet what, what you call a patriot.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we coined the phrase when people would introduce themselves, and it was almost... And I guess I, I understand it was almost with reservation or sheepishly they go, oh, and I'm a civilian, mm-hmm. you know.
1: It's so these are people you met that were never in the military. Right.
2: And they're FAVOB members or they come into a FAVOB networking event. And so I said, listen, you, you have to have pride in the fact that you're not a civilian. You know, a civilian is any mm-hmm. Dick or Jane in the community, right, who's got a bumper sticker that says, I support our vets. Right. A patriot is somebody that takes action. Right, a patriot is somebody who I love that definition, yeah, that's great. Somebody who gets involved, somebody who has a passion for it, and is a patriot. And so, um, so I'm standing in front of the group, veterans and patriots, and I tell them, Listen, the bottom line is this we're here to help each other. Mm -hmm. A lot of FAVOB members are small businesses or smaller businesses, single shingles, Mm -hmm. and they're doing their thing to produce their products or services. And they don't have time to get out and market the right way. And it's just like a resume and a job. You can send out 10,000 resumes and never get a response. In fact, I help a lot of vets with their, their transition. It's the same thing with you can send out, you know, you can have a blog, you can have a podcast, you can have a marketing program. But when you know people... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you're the first one that comes to mind. I've already referred you guys several times. Right. Because oh. I know you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so um, that's that's what this community Favob is is all about. Core competencies, is networking, connecting people. Um, we also have an advocacy aspect of what we do. So we're trying to advocate in the state of Florida for veteran owned businesses to be recognized about what they bring and to create opportunities for them. That means a lot of good stuff. Um, we inform and educate folks. Um, we provide whether it's a a FAVOB member who has a subject matter expertise like marketing or like operations or some other discipline that you need to learn in business, have them present. And we have upcoming, drum roll, please. Right? Oh, we um, have
1: a drum roll over here. Do we not? No. Uh, oh. Dang it! Next <laughs> time. Uh, Got
2: to um, get a button,
1: James. Fe- February
2: twenty third. At the Veterans Entrepreneur Initiative. Oh, got this one. That's a different there we drum. Go. Oh,
1: that's a wrong drum. Wrong yeah, drum. yeah, that's okay.
2: <laughs> you got a little splash there. Um, we are partnering with the Veterans Entrepreneur Initiative, and we're going to have our first all-day statewide event. And so we'll have two marquee speakers there, Gene Moran, who is a distinguished uh, consultant in the government contracting space, uh, author of four books, Favob trustee, He'll be there to kick us off in the keynote. And then Jamal Soul, who is the former Secretary of Commerce for the state of Florida and used to run Enterprise Florida, he'll be there at lunch to share his story. So think about this. He's an an enlisted Marine, Mm -hmm. then becomes a Marine officer. And then gets out, goes to work for the state of Florida with Governor DeSantis and is now a U.S. Navy Reservist officer. Oh. So his story of patriotism and wow. sacrifice that he's made is just compelling. So Gene and Jamal will be there to share their stories. And I've got a panel of extremely successful veteran-owned businesses, and we're going to learn from them, uh, get that moderated. Then a panel, Veterans Florida, Department of Veterans Affairs. um, the SBA and others talking about here are opportunities for businesses and veteran-owned businesses, and then um, a GovCon, a government contracting panel, and then a commercial supplier diversity panel. Mm. And this is one thing I'd love to share with the audience, because regardless of you're veteran or not, companies, commercial companies, let's think of the big ones, right? The AT&Ts of the world, the Walmarts of the world, the CDWs of the world, these banks, like they buy everything, mm-hmm. right? They buy Paint. They buy drywall. They buy toilet paper. They buy pencils and pens. Mm-hmm. If they have a contract that requires them to have a, you know, a relationship with the federal government in particular, the federal government expects them to have a diverse supply chain, right. and veterans count for that. Mm. But so do disabled people. So do women. So do right
1: mm. or minorities. Yeah, yeah. or minorities mm.
2: exactly. So. Um, When you come to this event, you're going to hear from people who are in that commercial supplier diversity world telling you how you can earn those contracts, how you can navigate that system. And the cool thing about both the GovCon and the Supplier Diversity Panel is we have the big secret to business. You guys ready for this? Money. Mm. Financing. I like money. Right. I mm-hmm. like money. Yeah. Yeah. So the the folks have financed the efforts in both of those spaces are going to be there also. So it's going to be a great event. It is where on favob.net. Where net. are they
0: holding that at?
2: Yeah. So it's the Veteran... It's a National Entrepreneur Center on Colonial. So, so all it's the here information in Orlando. On, yep. Here mm-hmm. in Orlando.
0: I, I got it pulled up here. So it's February 23rd? Yep. All right. Yeah. We're going to be there for that. Um, Trish has invited us to
2: come. Yeah. be awesome. Be,
0: have a table there or something.
2: So. Yep. Yeah, oh,
0: I can't wait. That's gonna be great.
2: Yeah, we've got a great year mm-hmm. stacked. We have a wonderful year stacked up for Favob. and um, it's a great organization. And like many organizations, um, growth is difficult, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Right, and you got to. Yeah, yeah, you got to think about where you're going and how you're going to get there, and what's going to get in your way, and what do you have to have to enable you to get there. And without a plan, you can kind of wander around, be successful but not as successful as you want to be 2023 um, for favor. And sometimes I I joke, I feel like sometimes we have, we're 10 years in the making, right? Mm -hmm. We've been a nonprofit for 10 years. Sometimes I feel like we've had nine years of experience or or one year of experience repeated nine times, Mm -hmm. right? And this 10th year is going to be a big deal. So this event will be wonderful be great opportunity and there'll be many more to come.
0: Right. So, so obviously you're over the entire state, but you have individual chapters. Yep. How many chapters are in the city of Florida currently?
2: So I started with two uh-huh. last April. Wow. <laughs> right? So we reconstituted the greater Tampa Bay chapter. And then we opened up the Jacksonville chapter and the panhandle chapter. And I cannot take credit for either one of those two chapters. That's the network working. And mm. I have an embarrassment of riches. Mm. So I have a Marine Corps combat program. Marine Corps veteran running the Orlando chapter. I have a distinguished Army veteran paratrooper rigger, right, parachute rigger running um, uh, the Space Coast chapter. We've got um, the guy who used to command Naval Air Station Mayport Mm -hmm. running the Jacksonville chapter. And a Corps of Engineer guy up in Panhandle who had significant responsibilities for the Corps of Engineer, and then a dual service Navy Marine Corps veteran running Greater Tampa Bay.
0: Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, they're wow. just yeah those, those great are just people, quality people. <laughs> yep. Wow. We uh, it was funny because to circle back to the first networking event I went to, um, we had just become uh, the trustee. Right. The whole wall became a trustee, and I showed up and I I was the civilian guy and and. Uh, I was, I was downtown Orlando. I think it's the one event that um, I met you at. And that's where Trish says, no, 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 we're patriots. You know, you're, you're a patriot. Um, but I was one of those guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm networking with some amazing people. I literally remember sitting right, I mean, I'm talking to two gentlemen. And one was in the, uh, the Army, one was in the Marines. right? One was a, a, a tank uh, guy, and one was a guy, you know, it was like, and they were talking about, you know, when they were in, in theater. and all. So I felt really small. I'm a big dude. But and I've done a lot of my life. I've been all over the world, but I'll tell you what, the the life experiences, the quality of the people that you hang out with, that you're networking with is pretty amazing when you meet when you meet there. Do you also help? I mean, so so if I'm a veteran and like I met a gentleman, he was he went back to school to be a bookkeeper. Sure. And uh just by kind of by himself, he says, you know what, I'm I'm retired, I'm gonna go do something. He went to school to get his book his bookkeeping license. And that was just networking. And uh, is, so what things can you offer a guy like that, you know, is, besides just networking? Is, there's all kinds of other things you guys are doing that are right. waiting in. How, how can that be, um, if you're a veteran out there listening to this and you have a small business or an idea potentially of a business, right? Uh, where, what do they do? What can they go for help?
2: Yeah, so let's let's start with, uh, with FABOB. So FABOB is for operating businesses. Okay. So people will come to me and say, hey, I've got a good idea. What I have is a network of people who can help them with that good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not the good idea guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the once you get your good idea working uh-huh. and you're making money, come to us and grow your business. Mm-hmm. But the And I, I, hesit, I hesitate to use this word, but the ecosystem, quote-unquote, air quotes. We've done a very good job of collaborating with people like Action Zone, like Groundswell, like Tampa Bay Wave. They're all incubators, So if you come to me with a good idea, I'm going to plug you into the system that I have and you'll go there, incubate your idea, grow your business, come out, you start making money, you start looking to grow your business, you come back to us, Mm -hmm. right? So whether it's starting with um, the SBA, which is an underutilized, unbelievable resource because their services are paid for your tax dollars. So when you go get those services, you've already paid for them. Right. I tell people all, they're not free. I,
1: I guess I'd never realized that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not free. You've already paid for them, right? right? Just go get them, so you can go there and do everything through the uh, small business, uh, uh, small business development centers (SBDC). Our world is full of acronyms, right? right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, uh, we call them TLAs. Three letter acronyms. <laughs> so we even have an acronym for we have an acronym for acronyms, right? That's so great. I know the system well enough to guide you in the right place. Mm-hmm. But when you're owning and operating a business, a lot of time if you're not an only, you're a lonely. Mm. Right? Because it's difficult. You've got yourself, you've got your family, yeah. you've got your staff members and their families, mm-hmm. and guess where that responsibility lands? Mm-hmm. Right on your shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of times our networking conversations are just decompressing mm. or right. sharing success stories or challenges or just talking through what the experience is like, and that's what that event's all about, right? You walk away with that, wow, I'm not alone, right? Wow. yeah. So um, Fabob does help. The networking piece is big and connect. What we, what I call is matchmaking. So I have a, I have a directory of 400 plus members, right? So somebody will call me and say, hey, Stu, do you know somebody who, I just had an email yesterday, I need an appraiser. I don't happen to have an appraiser, at that, but I know who does know. Someone, right? Um, I joke that I'm the Kevin Bacon of networking. <laughs> I, I'm no more than six names away from the person you need the to talk to. Right. This, you need, yeah. right. So that's, that's how we connect folks. Yeah. So FABOB does that. Uh, obviously this event has a bunch of education stuff to it. Um, we, we do get involved in the community. This was one of the important things that I wanted to mention for small business owners is when you're solely focused on your business and, and, trying to balance whatever personal things that you're trying to work through, if you're married or whatever the case may be, oftentimes you don't have the time to so for self-care, right? Mm-hmm. I need to learn something more so I can grow. I need to know somebody else so I can grow. Um, I need to decompress and those kinds of things. FABOB fills that gap, mm-hmm. right? And then the affinity part, the fun part is we get to tell all these stories. About yeah, you have a,
1: yeah, you have a common background coming in. Yep. Mm-hmm. When you're, a common experience. Yep,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So that's fun. It's like being in the same college or being from the same hometown or what, you know, you just got that, Like you know, you you appreciate where that person's come from, what they've done. Yeah, it's right? a basis
0: mm-hmm. of yeah. understanding. I know yep. who you are.
2: Yep. So. Yeah,
0: well, you walk in with a basic camaraderie with fellow veterans. Yep. Um, so it's kind of neat that you... 'Cause a lot of a lot of nonprofits they try and be a one-stop shop for everything. Right. But Favop really has a great niche with just helping businesses grow. Yep. And keeping the business owners on on task and on focus and educating them. Um so you mentioned a few of the other um uh, uh other other nonprofits that you've worked with. Um maybe you can let's take take a three minutes, just highlight a couple Absolutely. of those. Maybe give what they do. I know that that we're also going to be part of the Camaraderie Foundation yep. um, this year, and they deal with if I if I remember correctly, they deal with transitioning veterans back from uh, back, back into you know so, so society, right? Not just the veterans, but also their, their families their families, well. yeah. So yeah. so that's that's on our on our, our heart at Hole in the Wall as well. They'll be on the on the podcast here in a little bit as well. Um, but what other organizations? Can we highlight
2: right. Well, let's start with the camaraderie relationship because it's really near and dear to us. So, mm-hmm. Michael Waldrop, our founder, him and his wife started camaraderie. Really. So there's the connection, right? So here's a veteran who's running a big construction enterprise who's finding the time to start these nonprofits to help others. And um, so Michael started Favob started Camaraderie Foundation. We we support Camaraderie Foundation. We have many people who have been through the Commodity Foundation programs who are FAVA business owners Mm. because it's not only the transition part, it's the mental health part, right? It's the self-care part, Um, and they provide some really cool, unique services. So let's start at the beginning. So we have a a strategic alliance memorandum with the SBA. So uh, Lonnie Koyama is our partner there. And so we've formalized this relationship with the SBA. So the SBA is one of our education providers because we do, James, we stay in our lane. Right. I preach it all the time, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to be X or Y, we're going to be us. Mm-hmm. And so we stay in our lane. So the SBA, um, Veteran Entrepreneur Initiative, um, Entrepreneurship Initiative. Um, uh, Rafael and Ricardo are both veterans. They run a wonderful program that helps you with startup Right? You go to a cohort education experience, a startup, or your growth phases. So if you're a veteran-owned business, you can go there and guess what? You've already paid for it, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Those services are no cost. They're mm-hmm. paid for through grants and through the state of Florida. Um, and they're another great partner that supports them, Veterans Florida. And we could not operate without Veterans Florida. So Veterans Florida helps us with uh, funding. Veterans Florida helps us with support. Veterans Florida helps us with recognition and that, that team... Up there in Tallahassee, are big supporters of ours, and then we have relationships uh, like with the Leadership Void. So the Leadership Void, a couple guys who are also veterans, um, I'll I'll send my trustees over to be on their podcast.
0: So Leadership Void is an organization.
2: Yeah, it's a, a leadership development organization. They have a big leadership podcast, and the, and and they do great things over there. And then we have kind of these informal relationships with Groundswell, the incubator over in and uh, Bavard County, and then uh, Tampa Bay Wave over in Tampa. So what we try to do is just get the lay, you know, like being in the military, right? Get a lay of the land, mm-hmm. know who the players are, where are your artillery pieces, you know, where's mm-hmm. your infantry, right. uh, you know, where's your supply chain, and then how do you get people plugged into those things to be successful? Nice. Yep. And so, I know I've forgotten somebody, so uh, please sure. forgive me. Of course, yeah. You know, whoever you can call me, right? <laughs> the worst, I tell people the worst thing that can happen when you call me mm-hmm. is you have to leave a voicemail. That's the worst <laughs> the thing worst that thing. can happen.
0: Listen, if, this, if anyone was forgotten, contact the Wall and we'll get you on the podcast, and you can have a whole podcast dedicated to your. There you go. Your uh, your nonprofit. Yep. Um, so obviously. Bill and I didn't serve. I've got family members that have served. Uh, my father-in-law uh, did three tours in Korea, um, was six years in the Marines, over 20 years in the, the Army, um, retired uh, supply sergeant. So it, it's, it's on my mind and my family's mind. It's right. important to us. Um, outside of me just giving a little bit of money to become a trustee, I mean, what else can I do to help?
2: That's a great question. Um, because our core competency is network is to be there. Is mm-hmm. to literally to show up. Um, I am often asked by members, right? What's my return on investment? And my response to them is, it's up to you. Right. It is up to you because you can go to network meetings and be in favor for five years and never exchange a dollar's worth of business, or you can be yeah. like the Space Coast and exchange a million dollars. Yeah, I and
1: mean, it literally can run the gambit uh, based on other networking groups that we've been in from yeah. zero to infinity.
2: And so the, the, the value proposition is this, I'll create the opportunity, you create the results. Mm-hmm. And so showing up is a big one. Um, the, the nonprofit aspect of FAVOB is that we're a 501c6. And so when people talk to me about nonprofit, that's just tax status, right? Mm-hmm. right? We are a veteran entrepreneur business. I run this organization like a business. Right. And so I want bottom line results. I want people to succeed and achieve what they want to succeed and achieve. So the other thing you have to do be successful let me know. Mm-hmm. Right? Get a hold of me. Get a hold of your chapter chair. Get a hold of people that are connected in Favob and let them know what you're trying to accomplish. Cause I can't help you solve your problem unless I know what your problem you know, is. Sure. Right. So get involved. Let me know what you're trying to achieve. Um and and participate right come to these events it, it's hard right the beginning of the year how many how many emails have you guys gotten about these wonderful opportunities in 2023 yeah, yes.
0: absolutely mm-hmm.
2: and you got to pick and choose right mm-hmm. that's time treasure and talent that you're investing to yes. go to these events so which ones are going to yield what i need mm-hmm. right and and what do i have time for and money for so get involved let me know what you got what you need um, let me connect you and then, right, participate and be there. And then the other thing is pay it forward, right. I can't think of a cooler way to pay it forward than the franchise model, right. And I'd mentioned earlier, I've been involved in a franchise model. Um, if if you're successful and you can share your success in a way, right? you're creating economic opportunities for other folks. Yes. and oh, by the way, in the franchise model, you don't have to, invent it yourself, right? You've got a business in a box where somebody's like, look, I've been there, done that. I've made the mistakes I don't want you to make.
1: Yeah. We like to say you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. By yourself. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And you've got, and that's another thing. We're almost kind of like a franchise in that way, Mm -hmm. right? You're a veteran business by yourself, but not in it by yourself, right? Running it by yourself, but not there. We're here to help you.
0: Well, we feel that it it would be a great, I mean, not to plug the franchise, but Veterans have an understanding. I'm an operations guy, yep. so I'm all about lists, I'm about training, about processes, SOPs. I always say processes. Trish is like say SOP because <laughs> that's yep. gonna, that's a military <laughs> you want an SOP and and, uh, and so we click with the kind of people who get that absolutely that process driven and and frankly I'm hoping to learn some from them. So if there are things that if if one of our franchisees is a veteran. We're gonna grow because we have that type of personality in our organization. So right. and it's a good fit. I mean, and we got fave out chapters in the Panhandle in Jacksonville. We're selling franchises up there, obviously. Yep. Tampa, as, Tampa well. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you open more chapters, we wanna be involved with that. And Bill and I are more than welcome to to, to travel to those locations as well. That's if perfect too. Um, and I do agree. I resonate with the you get in, you get out what you put into it mentality. I could give you some money and be on your banner, and I could be on your website. But no one's going to know who I am unless I'm out there shaking hands and, yeah. and sharing stories right. with people. So
2: right. And the endorsement, mm-hmm. right? I know him. Yeah. Right. I trust him. Yeah. Right? I've been to his place of business. I yeah. understand where he's coming from. He's
1: he's authentic.
2: I've seen his business model, mm-hmm. right? Those things are important, especially for veterans, Right? that referral piece. And to your point, franchising is... In fact, we have a couple of franchise operations within Favob, and I have had... The experience of creating a franchise, so mm. I've got that business experience and understand the value of it. So, veterans are ideally suited for franchises because, like you said, Bill, when you come out, you've you've got the processes.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, they're used to operating within a system, aren't they? Yep.
2: yep. And here's a system, and if you want to run a business, that is a great way to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of start. Uh, you you start with the. Uh, Already on second base instead of...
1: Yeah, you don't have to even get a hit. We'll start you on second base.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and what a cool model that you all have, right? Like, So businesses succeed when they fill a need. Yeah. that's you know, it, it, it sounds so simple, but, and a customer is picking from a lot of different people when they're making a choice about a service provider. Seven out of 10, and this has been documented several times, seven t- out of 10 consumers will choose to do business with a veteran-owned business given the choice, Yeah, right? So if you can come out as a, a veteran and get into business, you've got a little leg up there. You get into a franchise, you got a little leg up there. And so you're, you're building these little s- successful stepping stones so that you can own and operate a business. But to be able to fix people's hole in the wall... That is just so cool, man. When you when I when I first because I love business, right? Having run several of them myself. When you when you put the person's problem in your business, right, Right. they get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What
2: do you got? A hole in the wall. What do I need to fix the hole in the wall? Mm -hmm. You got that
1: covered. You know what's ironic though? Uh, probably 70% of the repairs we do wind up being ceilings. <laughs> my, sure. my neighbor, my neighbor jokingly says all the time, I'm going to start a competing business called hole in the ceiling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've already bought that to so see, you know, so yeah, that.com is already. Yeah, okay. it's already, it's taken. already taken. Sorry, sorry, yeah, buddy. Sorry about that. Uh, and, th- and then, and that's our niche, right? So right. just like Favob, you stay in your lane, this is our yeah. lane. Yep. We talk about it's, it's what's in your wheelhouse. Like someone right. calls us up, hey, listen, I'm, I'm building a house. I want someone to drywall the inside of it. That's not our wheelhouse. Right. You need stew from how many years ago? Yeah, call exactly. yeah. Smitty. Yeah, we're not we're not dropping 100 100 100 uh, sheets a day. Yep. We're, we're just not geared for it. We're just not right. Um, I mean, you saw my drywall stash out here and. I'll go through that stash. Yeah, but it's two weeks worth. Yeah, maybe two weeks to a month.
2: Yeah, know. that was uh, that was this morning, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they would have been tabbed and ready hung. huh. Um, I'm curious, though, because you you mentioned that you um, have run a couple of businesses and you're franchising, and they, those were service-based businesses, right? You were in the carpet.
2: Yeah, so really interesting story. So my first business was with Norman Shorty doing the drywall stuff, and we were subcontractors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, went in the military, got out. Uh, Went to work with a dear friend of mine, Jack Shireman, who ran a small consulting firm up in Washington State. So I kind of learned this consulting edge stuff, an independent contractor, training provider, facilitator, that kind of stuff. Then had a corporate experience with the John Harlan Company. Most of you will know that for check printing, but they became a financial services company. So I watched a company literally change its core Right. Mm -hmm. The core competency of printing checks, first of all, very profitable. Yeah. And second of all, our leader, Tim Tuff, led it to become a financial services organization, which then enhanced shareholder value, which then created economic opportunity. And you learn, right, just vicariously by watching these leaders do these things. So then um, I left uh, Harlan and went to work consulting with folks that I'd worked with at Harlan. And so did a lot of change management work. And then I met a wonderful guy named Michael Wilkinson up in Atlanta who runs a company called Leadership Strategies and he helped me develop my professional facilitation skills. The word facilitation is one of those that requires operational definition because it's not a basketball point guard, mm-hmm. right? Putting the ball where the center can slam it down and be a facilitator. It is working with people to help them be more successful and the methods and processes that go with that. So from 2008... Up until when I purchased um, the carpet cleaning company, um, I did that kind of business, right? That was my business, um, Facilitation Works. So buy this carpet cleaning company because the idea was how can I help my veterans through this system? Because if I believe in it, I'm going to do it, right? So start this business. I didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. Things happen in business. But I was able to sell that franchise to a Navy veteran, Wow. So even though it was only one, mm-hmm. right, because mm-hmm. I was going to be the national franchise director, even though it was only one, it's a success, right? Yeah. I had one, mm-hmm. and he's doing great. He Excellent. still runs the business to this day. Excellent. And, and like I said, when I closed that down, I was going to go back to maybe doing a few consulting gigs and, you know, playing golf, and then that's when the Favob opportunity came up. Right. So I really feel like it's a culmination of all my experiences. Yeah, it's in my wheelhouse as far as running a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also in my wheelhouse of helping veterans. So, you know, the good Lord looking down on me uh, saying, hey, brother, here's... Because it took a lot of prayerful thought, but you know what the real reason was? I'll, I'll share this with you. So my wife and I are going on 35 years. And so I'm trying to make the decision. I go to Janice and I say, you know what, babe? I'm really thinking I'm not going to take this opportunity. And she paused for a second and she turned on her heels and she said, yes, you are taking that opportunity. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I'll let her keep speaking, right? Because I know I'm in a bad place right now, right? And I said, well, I asked her, I said, "Uh, why would you want me to take the opportunity? You know what it is, right? You know the challenges that I'm going to face. You know the time away from home it's going to take. You know the energy it's going to take. Why should I take it? She said, here's the deal. Six months from now, the poor guy or gal who takes that job and you're criticizing them and judging them (laughs) Uh and and correcting them (laughs) and frustrated about the direction that they're going... I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> so take the job. I'd rather listen to you complain about the challenges than about somebody else dealing with the same challenges. She's a smart woman.
0: Yeah, sounds so, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds
2: so uh, she knows the deal. So that's when I took Favre. And Like I said, I feel like it's just a culmination of things, and and you know, in some ways, uh, a reward for a life well lived, uh-huh. as it were.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. think about. I get it.
2: I can't think of a more ideally suited job for me. I really can't.
0: Well, is there anything else we can highlight on Favon before we wrap up?
2: Um, get involved, okay. right? Show up, uh, help each other out. Uh, a rising tide floats all boats. Yeah, yeah. We're in this totally together. Small businesses, that. we're in this together. And like I said, small business owners often don't find the time to do the things that we do. Uh-huh. That's our niche. Um, and we're growing, right? We, uh, we want to be the recognized voice. For veteran owned businesses in this state that positions this state to be in the number one state of choice for a veteran to own and operate a business. That's our vision. Yeah. Right? It's lofty. Yeah, you know, how many out of curiosity, you guys have any guess how many veteran owned businesses there are in the state of Florida? In Florida?
1: I, I I don't know. It's a bumper. I, I know that there are a lot of veterans here yep. uh, at a, a I uh, we, we were at a, a um, neighborhood meeting the other night, just fr- neighbors having a fire in his front yard. Sure. And um, we started looking at just our neighborhood here in Belle Isle, and it was like, that guy was ex-Navy, that guy was Marines, that guy was Navy and Army, retired from both. That guy was right. you know, Army. And everybody in our neighborhood was that. So I'm like, man, this Florida is full Absolutely. of veterans.
2: And and many of us choose to be business owners, right? Right. Uh, you look at the numbers; you'll get a seven to ten percent range, right? Depending on who's reporting out on the numbers. So, how many so,
1: veteran-owned businesses are there?
2: As of 2017, according to the SBA, there were 187,756.
0: Oh my! Oh, I'm glad I didn't actually say my guess out loud.
2: Yeah. So here's <laughs> here's my insight to that number too. I probably wasn't counted and I was running two businesses, mm, and this right. is why I think I wasn't counted. They have to get that data from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be on somebody else's list. Right. So usually, hey, I've I registered with the Office of Supplier Diversity in the state of Florida because I want to do business with the state of Florida. I've registered with the small business or uh, with the VA because I want to do business with VA. I'm an 8A, so I want to be a federal, you know, supplier. Um, so I've registered that way, mm-hmm. because nowhere on my business license does it say veteran-owned business. Right. So I had a business license and whatever requirements I had legally, but I don't think they counted me. Mm-hmm. So I'm swagging this mm-hmm. right um, at plus two hundred thousand yeah. because it was 2017. Right. First of all, yeah. That's and I don't think everybody six was counting. Yeah. At this point. So I'm thinking two hundred. I just look at Brevard County, five hundred plus thousand people. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, yeah, a hundred thousand of them are veterans, veteran family members, or existing service members. That's twenty yep. percent of the county. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can find a bunch of numbers, but for the purposes of making good decisions, it's it's a lot, mm-hmm. right? That's the mm-hmm. scientific. It's a lot, and what we would like to do is have the most complete, most comprehensive, and most accurate. Veteran-owned business listing in the state of Florida, so people can find people B to C that they want to do business with, mm-hmm. right? Or or B to B that they want to do business with, or people can say, "Hey, listen, I'd really like to know what's going on in the veteran entrepreneur space, right?" right? I'm a legislator, I'm a community leader, whatever. Do you have a list of people?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Answer is yes. So that's that's one of our strategic objectives.
0: So if if we if someone's a veteran-owned business reach out to you to at least get their name on that list
2: yeah we don't have that list that level of listing created yet but the membership oh come on guys it's a business membership of 189 bucks a year
0: oh yeah Mm -hmm. come on
2: please that's where you enter in yeah that's an
1: excuse me fee yeah
2: Yeah. you guys are wonderful because you've taken that trustee path and that Mm -hmm. really helps us because money makes the world go round right Mm -hmm. so that really helps us operate and do the things that we want to do to help more people so we're we're in this together. I so appreciate it. I I recognize our trustees all the time, but so appreciate it. It's it's our honor. I'm
0: just glad we have an opportunity to even help and be be part of that organization. Well, listen, this was amazing. Stu, I want you to come back. Let's come back and do this again. Um, I want to learn more about Vob. I cannot wait for this February event um, and many more to come. Um, And so tell everybody how, if someone wants to get a hold of Favob or maybe you personally, how to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, the worst thing that can happen is, you know, you got to leave me a message. So CEO at favob.org, easiest way via email. Um, My number's everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So it is 321-313-5325. Just give me a call. Um, Go to favob.net. Check out what we're doing. Come to, here's my Here's my invitation to everybody. You can be my guest at the next networking meeting. Just say I sent you, right? right? Love it. They'll let you in the door. Uh Just say, Stu sent me, you may pass, right? (laughs) Excellent. And and come to one of our networking events. It's on favob.net and they're all over the state. Come to our next networking event and see what it's all about.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, excellent. Well, thank you for this. And yeah, thanks for, at, thanks for thank taking the only. time to come and hang out with us for a while. Yeah, But up
2: ba Hang yeah. out with the drywall guys. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I love uh, it. There <laughs> you go. Come on. <laughs> see, see that's, the, that's
0: the moniker you should we have, better right? better end soon before the dad jokes uh, yeah. keep going. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. We'd love for you to join our Facebook group and keep the conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to start a Hole in the Wall franchise, go to holeinthewallfranchising.com.